Welcome to the Adventures in Uncertainty podcast. This podcast is an ever-expanding story of the neuroscience of uncertainty, a story of exploration and expansion, and at times it will be a story of my personal journey into the unknown. My name is Bo Lotto, and I'm a neuroscientist and founder of the Lab of Misfits. I have two hopes. The first is that you'll walk away knowing less at the end of each episode than you thought you knew at the beginning. And the reason is because nothing interesting begins with knowing. It begins with not knowing. And I want you to not know at the most fundamental level. My second hope is that by going to the very place your brain evolved to avoid, the place of uncertainty, you'll come to understand more about how and why you see what you do. Since it's only by increasing what I call your perceptual intelligence that you'll be able to take agency in your own brain's process of making sense of yourself, of others, and the world around you. Otherwise, everything you do will continue to be a reflex grounded in someone else's biases. June 2020, Episode 7. Protests can reveal the existence of society's ghosts. Whether you agree or disagree with the anger that is currently expressing itself in our cities back in July 2020, an individual in society can only thrive in uncertainty when the brains of that society perceive hope. Hope is a powerful, powerful perception. To think that there is something beyond you, to think that eventually you will have the possibility to do more than you're doing now, that your existence matters, that there will be ongoing value in your existence once your body is no longer present, When a brain loses hope, we all lose. We lose what is essential. Maslow's pyramid, Maslow's hierarchy, suggests that your lowest, most essential need for life is to have your most basic physiological needs met. And of course, this is true at the molecular level. That's just biology. Our cells cannot live without energy and water. But are energy and water the most essential layers upon which all else is built? I think not. There are other ways to starve. The cells of your brain and body evolve to need something else too. They need a reason, which is awe-inspiring when you think about what that actually means. What was the reason you got up this morning? What propels you forward? Questions we often forget to ask, much less live by. There's only one answer that is common to all brains, because all of our brains are relative machines. We do, we make, we push, we text message, we move in the pursuit of one thing. And that one thing is feedback. Our brains need it. Without feedback, there's no way to learn. There's no way to adapt to uncertainty, much less thrive in it. Without feedback, you feel like you're a ghost. It's how your brain knows that it exists, which is why your brain evolved to perceive relationships and not absolutes. So much so that even at the most basic level of perception, without contrast, without difference, your brain cannot see. Look out into a space at a point over there where there is no movement in the world. Now, it'll look stable. It'll look unmoving. And yet your eyes actually are moving, even now. But you just don't know it. You're blind to the movements of your own eyes. These small unconscious movements are called saccades and microsaccades. And what would happen if you could stop them from moving? And this has been done. In fact, there's a way for you to do it. What you do is you close one eye, you keep the other open, and with the open eye you take one of your fingers and you press your finger against the tear duct and you push your eyeball back to the back of the socket and it will stop your eye from moving. And what happens? What happens when you stop your eye from moving? 
your eyes open, you're looking out to the world, the whole world goes gray. You go blind, right? You see, as far as your brain is concerned, life is contrast. Life is movement. It's not continuity and stability. If there's no movement across your retina, no change in space or time, your brain just stops looking. So your brain needs feedback. It's wired for it. It's wired for cause and effect. When your brain directs its hands to push on something and it feels the resistance of that something, it feels that thing pushing back, or it sees movement as a result of that effort, your brain now knows, I'm here. So while Maslow is correct, he also only superficially correct, since we cannot live without a perceived sense of self-existence. And that perception necessarily lives in the space between us, between us and the world. It's feedback that creates life. And the nature of the feedback determines the nature of that life, for better or for worse. Without it, we literally perish. We can have plenty of food, water, and warmth. And yet, when one's perception of existence is malnourished, it can result in suicide or drug addiction. It results in destructive behaviors that attempt to force others to notice, I am here too, especially for those whose society has ignored, and much, much worse than ignored. Without a sense of existence, you become a perceptual ghost. So Descartes was wrong. It's not, I think, therefore I am. That's solitary. That's non-relational. That's being in a jar on the shelf of Berkeley's study. That's impossible. That's not how your brain works. For your brain, it's different. It's, I affect, therefore I exist. And yet so many people in our society do not affect. They do not feel alive. They push, they try, but their brain doesn't get feedback. Or the feedback it gets is destructive, and each time they feel increasingly transparent. We are experiencing and have experienced for years the consequence of an increasing sense of transparency of others. And it might look completely foreign to you. The destruction, the anger, you might feel an inability to empathize. And if this is true for you, your brain can empathize because your brain doesn't need to empathize with the conditions that remove the cause and effect in their lives that were beyond their control that created their transparency. Instead, your brain can empathize with the resulting feeling of the transparent feel self. And you know what it feels like to have no feedback for your actions, to feel you have no consequence, indeed to be of no consequence, to feel like no one else cares, to feel like a ghost. It's common for every human brain to perceive this because that is how the brain works. And your brain is just like everyone else's. All of our brains see in relational terms. And when we feel we are a ghost, we all feel the sense of being a ghost. Though, of course, for every person, there is a different reason. And it's essential not to confuse one's subjective sense of transparency with the objective difference in the causes of that transparency between people. Some causes are just much worse than others. So whether you agree or disagree with the anger that is currently expressing itself in our cities around the world, and while you might lack the awareness of the reasons for that anger, since basically your lived experience is just different, which might cause you to think, I would never behave in such a way. Is that really true? What would you do to create the possibility for your child to have the hope of existing in the future? That feeling of the ghost is where your brain can find empathy. 
And with empathy comes a possibility for compassion and action, not retribution. What then is the core of all of our existence? Is it food, shelter, and water, as Maslow suggests? Or is something else that transcends these, something that makes sense of our physiology? What is it for you? When you look back on your deathbed, we will all do this at some point. This is our one certainty. What do you want to see? Did your words, intentions, and actions align? And did they align with the reasons why you woke up this morning? Did you make decisions in your life, especially in times of great uncertainty like now, that enabled you to thrive? And more importantly, for the health of your brain, did you enable someone else to thrive? The greatest gift we can give to another is the gift of existence by the simple act of listening in the pursuit of understanding. Understanding requires the courage, indeed the strength to say, I don't know, which is why creating begins with humility. Thank you for listening. <music>